Um, so what do you do? On a day in and day out, man, I'm a sports agent. Okay. So my background is actually mental health substance abuse. So I was in mental health substance abuse for about 10 years. I had a partner, uh, and his dad was a pretty wealthy guy. Uh, and I went to undergrad with him, and he had an opportunity to start a mental health business. And they were numbers; they were number guys. They were his dad was a banker, a president of a BB&T out in Fayetteville, and, and they were strategic. They understood numbers, and I had the personality to um, be the face of the business. So we started off with one cubicle, man. We grew that business over a, a four-year span to about nine different offices around Eastern North Carolina, but we would always hit very rural areas, areas that were underserved where people could not access the services that was necessary. And we were going there and we did very, 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 very well. This was in the early 2003, 2004 area, and did that to about 2011. Uh, so I was in mental health substance abuse uh, for some time. And then through that, I gained some relationships uh, with the criminal justice system. And so in criminal justice, we started doing, we set up a, a sub company called True Care. And that company does all sex offender, anger management, domestic violence. So I have a contract with Durham County and we do all of those services for the county. We've done that since 2011. I got a mental health in 2011. Started this business because I had some other um, relationships through mental health. Mm. Uh, and ultimately, I went back and got my master's in 2009. I was thinking I was going to stay into the mental health, substance abuse, healthcare field. Uh, and ultimately, man, wound up getting certified as a sports agent. That was really my passion. Uh, and got that, man. I had a relationship. I'm a, a part of a fraternity. And one of the guys I made, he was going to be drafted pretty highly. And he gave us the opportunity to work with him, man. We presented him our package and he chose us and then the rest has been history. So day in and day out, I work with professional athletes and egos all day. Mm. Um, and then obviously I threw this restaurant on my plate and then uh, the true care kind of runs itself. I got a lady that runs the office and so thank God it's something that I don't have to spend a lot of time on. Yeah, yeah, it's something I don't have to spend a lot of time on. But uh, yeah, man, that's what I do day in and day out. And I, I like to dibble dabble in real estate. Mm. Uh, I like to find things that nobody wants that is uh, in a very depressed mode. But as long as it has some water and some electricity to it, I can figure it out. It has potential regardless. It has potential, absolutely. A lot of people don't have that, uh, that vision. Yeah. That vision. Um, where would you say you got that from? Shit, man, I don't know, dude. You know, because I grew up... Um, you know, my mom had an eight to five, you know. Um, I think once I got out of New Berman and got exposed to some different stuff, and I started seeing other people, and I started, my, my buddy, when we were in the mental health, they used to tell me, you can take advantage of the free enterprise system. And I said, like, what yes. the hell does that mean? And they're like, you can have people work for you and make money. Mm -hmm. And so when I started understanding that you can't do everything yourself, and if you put other people in places to win, and you can teach other people to do things, and depending, you know, like, you know, some people, like my wife, she doesn't want to go and work and run a business. She'd rather go to work from eight to five and come home and not have to worry about it. My mind frame don't work like that. My mind frame works is saying, I can go out here and maximize my dollars by investing into other people, because that's essentially what you're doing, mm -hmm. uh, and spend dollars. And so I don't know where my entrepreneurial mind came from, because I never grew up thinking like business. I never, I never knew it. I just think being around other people that were smarter than me and that taught me, mm -hmm. and uh, I started seeing how they did it, it just opened up a door. And I said, shit, if they can do it, I can do it. It just so. goes back to the old quote, if you're around nine, you become 10. Absolutely, man. It's, uh, 
It's crazy. It's crazy. I really, I never honestly really thought about it, to be honest with you. I never really thought, like, well, man, how did I, I just understood policies and procedures and rules and regulations. And I feel like if you can go read the policy and procedure and the rules and regulations, when I was in mental health, I had a partner. I was only 25% in there. They were 75%. So I was getting, you know, but I was doing all the work. And I said, well, shit, if I can do this for them, I can do this for myself. And they had me meeting with these lawyers and they had me meeting with CPAs and they had me doing all this stuff. And I was learning in the process. And so for me, it was really about, okay, if I can go sit with this lawyer and we're going to pay him $600 to fill out this LLC paperwork, that's four questions. I can do that myself and pay this $125 myself, set up an entity. And it ain't about just having an LLC. It's about now being able to draw revenue. I just learn from other people, to be honest with you. So it's always good to sponge. It's always good to sponge. Um, that's also why I do this. Absolutely. Um, LLC. Mm -hmm. Let's get real preschool. Mm -hmm. What is an LLC? Limited Liability Company. Tell me about that. It's just essentially setting up a separate entity to protect yourself from any type of uh, lawsuits and it makes you an official business entity. Gives you, if some people just set up an LLC and never go get a tax identification number. Some people recognize you need a tax identification number. You want to get a get involved with Durham and Bradstreet, et cetera. But it's really just setting up a separate entity. So if anything happens within this room of business that you're trying to create, that they can't personally sue you if you have any assets. I got you. Yeah. How could one acquire one? Go to NorthCarolinaSecretaryOfState.com, pay you $125, and fill out that piece of paperwork. A lot of people get misconstrued, and I was one early on that I thought you had to go when you had to um, uh, be on, um, go see an attorney. An attorney had to do it for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I learned very quickly through watching the attorney and them giving me the paperwork to sign, I'm like, oh my gosh, all he did was put my name, my address, I'm the I'm the member, uh, what's, you know, do I have a partner? I mean, it was seven questions and we paid this man $700. And I'm like, why did we do this? So I started realizing you can go do it yourself. Um, so you said, why would one, I forgot your original question. You said, well, why, one, why would one have one? How? 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 One acquire oh, one? North Carolina, uh, well, go to the Secretary of State in your, state mm -hmm. and you can go and fill out that paperwork and pay the fee and every year it's really a, a money game you pay what is it 200 bucks to renew it every year how um how difficult is is that huh it's not difficult it is uh, all because so it's not to answer your question it's not difficult mm -hmm. it is a simple process um and depending on how bad you want it back, and, and it depends on your rationale. For a lot of people don't understand what those what they do for you, what they don't do for you. A lot of people think, oh, because you go get LLC, now I'm a business and I'm about to go make money. Oh, that ain't how it works. No. <laughs> so let's talk about how that works. Man, you know, you got to have a plan. You got to have a business plan. You got to have some 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 resources. And sometimes it ain't about money, but a lot of times it is. But more importantly, it's really about a plan and knowing how to work that plan and stay in the course when Tom, Dick, and Harry come and tell you that you should do it this way or you should do it that way, it's like, no, this is what my plan is, this is what my business plan says, this is what I put down in paper, and this is what I'm about to follow. But having a plan, you know, having a plan and knowing your audience, knowing what it is that you want to do. That restaurant, I had no freaking idea, but what I did know is that I was in a perfect place for walking traffic. What I did know is that there was no other food places up and down that street for a mile radius. Uh, what I did know is that community doesn't necessarily want to go downtown to eat. What I do know is that they go up there to McDonald's and Taco Bell. And what I did know is that they will walk right into that daggone restaurant and get some food.
So for me, it was, you know, just knowing your audience. Uh, with the sports management, I just had some background, uh, being a former athlete and then just having the connections to people. Uh, as far as the other situation uh, with the true care, it was more of the relationship with the judges. I knew a judge because I had wrote a grant called a mental health journal diversion grant when I was in mental health. And when I was in mental health, that program was to, to divert mentally ill and challenged people from the judicial system that was doing petty crime. So they were stealing, they were breaking and enter and the county was paying a lot of money to house them in the county jail over $1,200, $1,300 a day. On top of if that person was medication and needed medication, they were paying a lot of money. So I met a judge and became friends with her and she helped me get into the other rim. So um, for me, man, it's just been, I was, you know, some of it's luck, some of it's just being in the right place in the right times, mm -hmm. and some of it is staying to course. Once I got the idea, not jumping around to four or five different things. I see a lot of people that start with stuff and they're like, they're gonna do this, they're gonna do that, and then they don't stay the course, and then you'll be jumping around to six different things and you ain't completed one. So for me, although that I may have the resources or have the resources behind me to get something else done, I know that I ain't trying to go, you know, somebody asked me about starting a trucking, trucking company. I know I ain't got time to do that, you know, so, like, yeah, I may have the resources to go buy a truck, but do I have the resources to staff this thing? Do I have the resources when something doesn't go right? Can I go, do I have CDLs? No. <laughs> so it's like, I just try to stay the course. Honestly, I just try to stay the course. And it's hard sometimes because, you know, and then I think the biggest thing is, and I, I hope I'm not, I'm answering your question. No, I'm you're, not you're around, completely fine. I think the biggest thing is where I want to make money, money isn't always my biggest motivator because I have other streams and I try to do things that make sense. Mm. So I try to do things that I'm not, like I haven't paid myself for my restaurant. We've been open for 60 days, but we killed it the first couple of weeks, but the last week we've been slow as hell. So I went and paid myself, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna pull out X amount of dollars. Now this week, I gotta worry about paying people because the numbers have been down. So really, Chad, I just try to stay the course, man.